This podcast is listener supported. To help us out, go to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Red Bull Rant. The Red Bull Rant is a free-flowing conversation amongst three lifelong wackos that may contain adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome, my friends, to the show that never ends. This is the Red Bull Rant Podcast, the official Red Bull Podcast of Espionation and What's Metro. I'm your host, Jason Ipico. I'm Pat McDonald. I'm Truman, and this is episode 231, The Invaders. I don't think I get this one, but I don't really care. Uh, we invaded Boston. Oh. Mm. Uh, yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, it was, what, the second game in two, three weeks? Two weeks? I can't yeah. remember exactly. And we won. Surprisingly, because you know the team never wins on the road, and they win <laughs> three times in the month, right? They're, they're hot. Uh, when you said that, all I could think of was Zoolander. He, like he's so hot right now. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. I'm not so sure hot, how right. applicable that will be to the game coming up on Wednesday, but we'll see. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Red Bulls Open Cup. Uh, they are through to the semifinals. Uh, I don't know when that happened. Yes. That happened. Is that the last time was the finals? Like this? Their finals 2003. Finals? When they made the finals, right? Yep. Yeah, so uh, so if the Red Bulls do not make the finals, it will be terrible because they're going to play one of two teams, Miami FC or FC Cincinnati, which we don't know because their that game last week got delayed because of weather. So mm-hmm. find out on that on Wednesday, but they will once again have to go on the road, so there is that. But and with only, a, what, a week's notice? Right? Uh, something like that. I don't remember. What the makeup is. game, I think, is on like August 2nd or 3rd. And no, then I think they the have to play a week is, later. The makeup game, I think, was this week when I looked at. Now you make me double check this because I looked at this earlier. We'll do it. Double uh, check. Uh, so yeah, August, you're right. August 2nd. And then August 9th is the uh, semifinals. Right. So, yeah, they have a week to prepare for a team. Mm-hmm. Which, all right, well, let's, let's, get, let's talk about this game. We'll get back to it. How about that? Okay. One, one, so, thing, one step at a time. Yeah, so first, the Red Bulls did win. Uh, granted, it was against a team that went down to 10 men with, I think it was like 20 minutes left in the game. No idea why the red card was handed out. I'm guessing there's something naughty was said because that's, if I look at the replay, that's the only explanation. Right. So, uh, yeah. Potty mouth. Shouldn't should use bad words, kid. <laughs> We, we say that, of course. Um, Red Bulls, though, in my opinion, didn't look great, but they got the win. I think that's in, in for a person that cares about this tournament, I think is the most important thing is that they got a win, but it was that way. <laughs> Maybe only two out of three here, so. Yeah. And, and that's a normal. That's not the average for Red Bulls. Right. So. <laughs> I would say it's probably one out of three for average. Right. It's that. the opposite. It's the yeah. it's, it's I mean it's clearly as you see attendance it's the opposite. Yeah. Um, but Wright Phillips with a very very nice goal late in that game. Uh, that, that was pretty much it. The first half was pretty, I guess, boring about both sides. The one takeaway I'm gonna have I have is that at least Ryan Mayer did not need to post a crossbar to save him this time. Which which I think is a victory in itself. No, he didn't. Hmm. You might see? be right. Might be right. I, I remember not hearing about the poster crossbar at all in this game. So, hmm. Hmm. I don't recall either. No kicks or extra time or anything like that. So, all right, so let's let's do it. Come on, let's let's get into this. Can we? Let's talk. Well, right. go ahead. Do you want to do our likes dislikes for this? Because that's what we usually do. But I mean, open cup. Yeah. Because kind of what else are we going to talk about, Jay? We got nothing besides America playing. So. America. We might as well treat this like a normal game because right. that's what right. I feel like doing. Let's do our dislikes and we'll let Pat go first. What is your dislike for this one? I dislike that BWP scored a goal and we're still in this tournament. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I was I was hoping for it. Yeah, no, I mean, and I and I love how everybody's so mad at me on the internet when I say I don't care about this consolation prize tournament. Uh I got, but, you know, everyone says matters, despite the fact that 30 people show up to games. 
and it's not televised and you know nothing is going to erase the stink of that being a so-and-so trophyless club unless we win mls cup uh, uh and if you go back and look the last person last team to win uh u.s open cup and mls cup was los angeles galaxy 2005 that's back when the league had 10 teams and there wasn't really all that much you know standing the way um now it's pretty much yeah if you take the open cup seriously you probably won't win mls cup so yeah i'm still not in love with this team this tournament um it's nothing but a consolation prize it's not gonna make me feel like we finally made it because we added the open cup uh and to be honest i don't think we're gonna win it anyway considering what's waiting on the other side from the west so um yeah that's what my dislike I will reiterate again that there's only two ways to get into the following Champions League, and this is one of two ways. Whatever. Cup, open Cup. That's it. So That's I'm just true. saying it, it, there's a little bit more importance on it this season. That is true. Uh, this year and next year, due to rest- uh, the restructuring Champions League, only the Supporters Shield, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, MLS Cup winners and the U.S. Open Cup winners get out of the United States. So Right. Uh, my dislike is... I mean, I, I could say the hilarious uh, camera views because it was rather hilarious. I thought I was watching a game from 1978. I, th- I thought they actually found this out of the, like, what is it, the Blair Blair Witch Project Woods. I mean, at least uh, it was a HD picture, though. Yeah, yeah. But uh, what I will say is that for people who, you know, are, are rooting for this team to win, Jesse put, on the, put out the strangest defense I've ever seen. <laughs> it, it was a three-man defense that pretty much said, for the love of God, please score on us several times. And <laughs> somehow they didn't make that No, and England, New England, hey, that's their own fault because, yeah, they, they had ample opportunity, especially in the first half. Um, they had a bunch of chances coming down with the ball into the final third and nothing kind of came together. But Jesse was there. He was there. He was, he was sticking his face out and saying, slap me. So they, they just couldn't do it. Yeah, that was uh, – I, I don't know how they managed to get away with that, honestly. And well, I no, think this is the only time you'll see that. This is the only time you're going to see that kind of formation. This was it. So let's see. Um, surprisingly, according to MLSsoccer.com, only three shots on target for the Revs. So I guess it worked. <laughs> I mean, yeah. We, we got total – we doubled pretty much every shot category that – New England had, so I guess it, so it works out in the end, huh? Yeah, sure. So, um, my dislike is going to be, and I know I'm probably, I might get flack for this, but Gonzalo Verone, why not give him a start? I mean, obviously with some parts of this line, if you're kind of mailing it in, but why, what would it have hurt to put him in this game and see if he's at least worth a look further down the line? Because we said on the show before, this midfield has problems, so why not throw Verona and see if he can actually do something given some consistent time? Because we have to take the Open Cup seriously, and we can only play our best lineup, Jay. Yeah, because Alex our Newell played lineup. great on that day. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, it's hard. I mean, he'd have to play. Sorry, Not He'd have to play a wing because you're not taking BWP out of this game. I think in a more compact schedule. It would have been more likely, but since they pretty much had a full week off, and then they had almost another full week off before playing next week, might, might as well throw BWP out there. He's he's hot again. He's hot. Ah. Yeah, and I proved it again. He had uh, one fantastic chance in the first half that was saved by the fingertips by their goalie, and then uh, you know he scored that game. That what was that like? I don't know. Three minutes left in the game. Something crazy. He scored that goal. It was so late. Uh, according to MLS Soccer's 87th minute. Right. So, yeah, it's just a, just a few minutes left. Uh, yeah, and then extra time, whatever. But it's hard to take a guy like that out of the game. Wow. I, so I just went to the timeline view of the game on MLSsoccer.com, and you know how they have the, the Twitter feed? Mm-hmm. The timeline mm-hmm. view. The last thing in there is New York Red Bulls talking about Kamar Lawrence in Jamaica picking up a point in the Gold Cup. <laughs> they got distracted. Well, they just, I, I assume they just auto-add anything from the teams at that point, so. Right. 
So, oh, you know what it was? Because it was like the very end of the game. So, talking about that's, that's what it is an auto ad. Um, my, that's well, already different dislike. So, time for likes. Uh, Truman, you go first. What did you like about this one? That they didn't play extra time. <laughs> and I think you're gonna, I think we're going to read one of the tweets off in a minute. Um, but yeah, you, you just sat there at zero zero. And you're like, oh god, oh god, I really don't want to sit through another half hour and possible PKs of this game. You know, you are kind of be- just begging for an end either which way, and uh, just kind of happy it went our way with Bradley Phillips scoring yet again, and uh, a, um, I mean, barely, barely nerve wracking five minutes of stoppage time. New England didn't really have that many great chances. So, yeah, oh, just just 90 minutes and it was over. Thank God. Uh, I liked the New England Revolution's halftime reporter. She was very pretty. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's my life. That's I'm not kidding. Considering yeah. <laughs> you don't care about this game. I'm, that's... <laughs> but, but, you watched the game. Uh, sort of. Right? I mean, I had it on. Mm-hmm. You know, I had it's it on like, something else on my computer. Um, I want to say Ray Phillips' goal, but I feel like that's obvious. I don't know. The fact that we just didn't give up a goal. Yeah. Was, How about the traveling fans? How about that? Give it up for them. They were loud. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I heard them more than I heard the, quote, Porta Fort, which what the hell kind of name is that anyway? I <laughs> no, I, the, the traveling support was absolutely awesome. They they were loud the entire game. Yeah, like I said, I'm pretty sure I heard them more than the rest fans. Yeah, which I don't know how they're mic'd up there, but that's impressive. So, well, who knows? I I mean, I, I don't know what they were using. The cameras were crazy. Who knows what the mics were? I thought, I think I heard Jesse Marsh a lot in that game. <laughs> I can't tell. I think I did. I think I heard Jesse Marsh a lot in that game, which and I don't know how Harvard's field is set up. I assume that it's just the benches underneath like their quote media box, but like it was that whole situation was weird with the setup and all that. So. It, it, it really was. Alright, so before we talk about the upcoming game for the Open Cup, let's do talk about tweets like we mentioned. So, first up from uh, at man in the middle, when asked when about the game, said we should send the ref a care package as he may be off to prison for that call. I assume he's talking about the red call, the red card. Yeah, I, I would assume I, so for I sure. No, why we he would be off to prison for that? It's not like, I mean, I assume that whatever he said was really egregious because like I saw Sean Davis point to him immediately before the red card was given. So I'm Sean just, Davis was like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. gonna tell. Oh, he heard you. Uh oh. Like, you just used a bad word. That's just that's you're gonna get grounded. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, so at uh, Chico FFS, which is just Chico, says a win is a win, but that was an ugly game. No idea how Muriel keeps holding on to his starting role. Team looked flat in the attacking third. Kind of the story of the year, honestly. Yeah, but I, I, I don't know. I think if you go back and look at the highlights, they had – the Ripples did have several very good chances. Uh, Royer had a good chance. Uh, like I said, Bradley Ray Phillips had that, uh, that great shot that was saved. Um, there were ones that just kind of flashed across the goal. They, they had opportunities for sure. I think we just kind of forgot about them. Yeah, I mean, it's very easy to forget about stuff during, you know, 87 minutes of no score happening, so. Yeah. All right. Uh, last one is from at Red Coach J, uh, Jeremiah. He says, said it before, but Jan, or Marsh's squad, you say, continues to stump me. No sub till it's basically over. On the road, on turf, second game in a row against New England. Well, when, you're, when it's scoreless, you have to start worrying about extra time. And especially when you're getting halfway through the second half, you know, and, and it's it's a kind of ugly game, there's that distinct possibility. So I don't mind late addition to subs at this point. Yeah, I mean, maybe one sub sooner than the other, but, again, you have to consider the fact that you had just went to penalty kicks 
what was it, a week or two before. So mm-hmm. it's got to be in the back of your mind that that's going to happen again. And like you said, you need to kind of conserve your subs because having players on for that long period of time is not a good thing. And and Twitter was definitely fun when Verone came on because everyone just suspected that they were trolling New England. <laughs> You know, bringing on Verone in the last minute, even though the Red Bulls were already actually winning at that point. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, like I was mentioning earlier, uh, the Red Bulls, if or not if uh, in two weeks' time, I think it is at this point. No, one, two, three weeks' time, they'll play either Miami FC or FC Cincinnati uh, on the road. That game was supposed to be on Wednesday, but it was delayed due to weather. That will be played, like we were talking about, uh, August 2nd. So basically, we'll have a week to know who they're playing and where. And uh, so in the Final Four right now, it is the Red Bulls, Sporting KC, and San Jose. Uh, Sporting Kansas City and San Jose play each other, and then the Red Bulls will play. We just talked about So basically, it'll be an East versus West kind of final, regardless of whoever comes out. question is, are the Red Bulls going to – to allow a lower side team to the finals the first time, and I think since like the first year MLS has been up, up and running. Mm, so. You'd have to check that again. Probably not. It has been a while. I don't think I it's been Roche- that long. I thought Rochester was the last team to win, and that was first. Like, the I, first I, I think like, MLS. Like that. Yeah, but I mean, the first year MLS, like teams didn't oh, even right. like play in it. There he is. He's looking up. He's he's typing in open cup results. Today <laughs> he's <see>. typing. <laughs> All right. So they was so Rochester were the last underdog to win according to uh, MLS Soccer, which really means they were the last lower seat or last lower division team to win it. Uh, and that was right. 1999. Okay. So it was. I mean, yeah, it was quite a while ago. It was the third third season for fourth season for MLS. Yeah. So, but yeah, long time. Mm-hmm. Red Bulls, don't fuck it up. I mean, fuck it up for, for Pat, but don't fuck it up for me. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what the final is. I'm kind of curious. But so this really means that we're going to have a long few weeks because Red Bulls have a game Wednesday, Saturday, then a week, and then basically three games in an eight-day span. So pray for congested schedule. Right. Anywho. Yep. Sorry, I was trying to find the schedule, see who the finals were. But anyway, uh, so before we get to the preview for the game on Wednesday, I want to announce I finally updated the prediction standings. Yay. It's only been months. Mm. I finally got around to it. So I think the last time we left off was after the LA game in May. So since then. Oh, when we actually like kept it updated? <laughs> yeah. So since then. Uh, the Toronto match, Toronto picked up a point for the draw. The first New England match, the one that was at home, Truman picked up the win. And then I picked up the win against Philly, the, la- the last game in Philly. And then Pat's been blank since then. So points are Truman is in first with 12. Pat is in second with nine. I'm in third with five. I'm the man. I'll come back. Yeah, we so we have sixteen games left, so just just over half the season, or just under half the season left for predictions. We've been we got sixteen. Considering how many games there've been, we've been pretty bad at predicting. Yeah, I have to, I want to when I get a chance, I'm actually going to do a comparison of previous year, see where we are, because I'm kind of curious on. Actually, I think I have that. Yeah, I'll look up all these. I refuse. Topics. I refuse to Atlanta Falcons this uh, lead I have. so last year by the way i won with 23 points and let's see game number well the hell's on this so game number 17 if i could find it so game number 17 i was at 10 pat was at 12 and she was at seven so we're actually kind of on target Hmm. there you go so we're, we're consistent. Mm. We're just not consistent when uh, who's hosting the show every week. That's the only thing we're not consistent well, on this year. No, not the, the least. The bakery has demands. 
<laughs> the bait, the bait repays the bills. So, <coughs> but hey, it's a Sunday, and I'm not working. So there you go. Yay! And I say that because I have worked on Sundays recently. Anyway, anyway, uh, Red Bulls will be hosting on Wednesday, July 19th. The San Jose Earthquake will be 7:30 p.m. Eastern Time. Broadcast on MSG. Let's get into predictions for this one. Uh, Truman, you can go first. What do you uh, think is going to happen on Wednesday? Well, win. Why not? Home game. Uh, I, I'm never going to put my money on a Western Conference team coming all the way here, and especially midweek. No one wants to do that. Uh, I predict there will be 15 people in the stands for this game. <laughs> That's prediction number one. Uh, hold on. We're going to we're gonna, we're gonna get to that later. Oh, okay. Uh, so, <laughs> I will say that. But, um, oh, oh, I know what you're talking about, Jay. I'm not going to spoil it because we're going to return to something we've been doing a while ago. But, yeah, I don't see why they're not going to win this game. I really don't. They're going to be home. BWP's red hot. Uh, I think they feel good winning uh, three road games in a row, right? Mm. You got to feel good about that. Uh, you know, they beat New England twice, and they beat Philly on the road. So, Positive vibes. I like a 2 nothing win for the Red Bulls. Uh, and I think they definitely need a 2 nothing win at this point. I think now you're getting towards the end of July. You're really going to start putting it into overtime, uh, overdrive to kind of start actually getting back into the standings, getting back over the line, um, and start really positioning yourself for the playoffs. I want to believe the Red Bulls have turned a corner. I really do. Um, but I don't. And uh, unless they're going to put it, um, stack of allocation money in a jersey and throw it on the field. You know, I don't exactly see any much cha- many changes in this team. So, despite it being home, they actually they haven't been as impressive this year as they have in the past. Um, so, I'm not going to go with the loss, but I am going to go with one-one draw. Um, I just don't see. Uh, the Ribbles coming away with a win in this one. I just, I'm not, they haven't changed my mind about me. You said 1-1? 1-1. 1-1. I'm sort of the same boat as I don't think they've proven to me they can flat out win a game right now. I think, I would hope they would beat San Jose because their record is 2-6-1 on the road. So, Granted, nobody's record on the road. I think the most wins I've seen. Wow, really? Wow. LA Galaxy is the most near east in the west. So, um, yeah. So that tells us nothing. The, the one thing though is that San Jose has a minus for goal difference, so that kind of helps the Red Bulls, considering that their offensive woes are there. So, um, I, I'm going to say two-two draw though. I think. There's going to be enough offense for Red Bulls, but not enough defense to keep this as a win. So, time for what we talk about every time it comes up to a home game. Attendance excuse. Okay, mine is I think people are actually going to forget they're playing on Wednesday. Yeah. It's been a while. You know, they haven't been home in a little while. Again, it's middle of the week. Everyone's going to show up to the stadium on Saturday and go, well, where is everyone? Well, why, why the door's locked? The fences are closed. Yeah, that's my guess. Mm, I'm predicting pestilence. <laughs> Harrison affected by pestilence. We're going with the plague? Is that what we're doing here? Pestilence, not plague, pestilence. Yeah, only one of the four horsemen is apparently showing up. Yeah, and it's not Arn Anderson. Mm, it, it is not. Or Ric Flair. Woo! <laughs> Man, if Ric Flair showed up, they might actually get more people than the rest of the game. Uh, <laughs> Maybe they should spend I'm, their allocation money on Ric Flair. Maybe better than nothing, right? So yeah, at this point, uh, absolutely. I'm, I'm, my excuse is going to be that people think this is an Open Cup game. I'm not sure. What. <laughs> I mean, it's only San Jose. Which we could play in an Open Cup final at home. Yeah. So do you, do you guys think that the is one of the scenarios? Do you think we'd actually host that final like no our luck? No. 
Nope, nope. Kansas City's definitely winning. They're going to win against San Jose, and then they're going to win the draw for the for the finals. Yep. Well, no, the the, the finals already drew. If if oh, uh, really? oh. San Jose wins, Red Bulls would host. Kansas City wins, Kansas City would host. Oh, I didn't realize I didn't realize they drew the finals already too. I first thought they only did the semis. I didn't realize. Right. Or if the Red Bulls lose, uh, the lower division team would host. So San Jose is the only team that cannot host the final. Did so, you get all that? So if Sporting Kansas City wins, no matter what happens, they're hosting. If right? Sporting KC plays the Red Bulls. Okay, so the lower seed team, regardless, is the one that would – or sorry, the lower division team hosts. And then it's Sporting Kansas City, then New York, then nothing because San, San Jose can't do it. I believe that is correct, yes. I believe so. Okay. You want to correct us? I don't care. Tweet at us. We're probably not going to retweet or pay attention, but I'm I'm fairly certain that's how it goes. I'm pretty sure I'll find it before the end of the uh, episode. And and the Cosmos are not invited at all. Just letting everybody know. Well, not invited. I mean, anyway. Um, sorry, just checking that. How about you look that up, and we can talk about the Gold Cup. Yes, because that is next on the next on the agenda is the Gold Cup. So go ahead. Okay. Uh, you guys can talk about it. Talk about who's in, who's out on the roster moves, and all the other good stuff. It's Pat time. My turn. Yay. Um, yeah, Gold Cup. So, uh, USA, move on. Uh, they win their group at, due to a late goal, thanks to former Red Bull Matt Miazga, which was very nice to see. Uh, other former Red Bulls, Zach McCartney. From my eye, not the greatest goal cup, eye, not the greatest goal cup. but uh, I, I know some pundits are uh, high on his performance. Um, you know, now there's a couple of roster changes coming in, so some of the more 18 guys maybe potentially solidify winning the cup itself. You know, the experimentation period seems to be over. Um, you know. With uh, Ali Bordoya, Sean Johnson, Brad Gazan, Christian Roban, Tony Rowe, Don Dwyer leaving. Uh, Clint Dempsey, Jersey Osborne, Mike Bradley, Darlington Nagby, Tim Howard, Justin Gonzalez coming in. Uh, Justin Gonzalez would probably be the one I find the most interesting because I don't exactly see him getting thrown to the fire in a knockout round game to see what he can do. It would seem to have made more sense bringing another outfield player, but, you know, what are you going to do? Um, I believe I read Mexico is not making any changes, so, you know, if we run into them, we should have maybe a B-plus or a minus team, whereas they just have a B-team, so there's that. Um, team hasn't looked great, but Bruce has also been experimenting with crazy, so yeah. there's Gold Cup, and I believe the uh, next the quarterfinals match is actually this Wednesday. Uh, in Philadelphia. Who else plays Wednesday? Uh, I believe it would be the San Jose Earthquakes. And, and, and who, who are they playing? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I heard there's some pestilence. Although, on the bright side, <laughs> on the bright side, the Red Bulls and Attends. San Jose play at 7.30 where uh, the United States plays at 9.00. Oh, yeah, so that won't mess with the attendance at all, right? You can just do both games, right? You can just leave one no, and drive to the other quickly. Yeah, no, I'm serious. I'm just going to, you know, leave the game at halftime, fly down the turnpike, and make the next game. <laughs> I should definitely go to W Road for that and do it on a long day. That'd be fun. So, so yeah. I'll be doing it work. Yeah. Not working. Well, hey, there you go. at least I think the game's on Fox, so at least you have that. Right, and the other games on MSG, so it's all good. Well, you can watch one of the two. You know, if 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 the uh, you know if the feed comes in properly. <laughs> well, that's the thing, right? They say it's on MSG. Is it really going to be MSG? Right. Like it'll be MSG two because the Knicks. There uh, might be a Knicks summer, Knicks summer league game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Old summer league. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, so, by the way, real quick, the Open Cup finals. It'll be Sporting Kansas City gets the first priority. Second division gets okay. the second, and the Red Bulls get the third. Okay, so we were we were kind of there. Yeah. We, we were half right. 
Right. Mm. Uh, so San Jose gets chopped. That's all it is. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, the United States game against, or sorry, in the Gold Cup because we don't know the opponent yet. We'll figure that out tonight. Um, game is July nineteenth, Wednesday, nine p.m. in Philly. They'll play either Honduras or El Salvador. I think Honduras is playing tonight. One of the others playing tonight. And ever, however, that game shakes out will affect the third place between groups A and C, which is the last C, or which will determine who the Rebels or who the United States will play. Which no one will pay attention to because all we care about is you know Wednesday's game. Yes, that's right. That's all I care about. Yep. All right, so time for the dumping ground. Uh, the, Rebels, the Rebels, despite their uh, scoring woes, I was going to say reluctance to spend money, have, have made some roster moves, but neither of them actually cost any money. So uh, Brandon Allen gets loaned out to Minnesota United for the rest of the season. Uh, I didn't listen to last week's episode, so I'm not sure if you guys actually said this or not, but I think this move's stupid. Considering the the scoring woes, duh. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think the only positive is that now he start he will hopefully start, right. or, or at least come on in a sub, which he hasn't even done here this year. Yeah. So if, at least we we'll get that's it. That, that's that's positive, right? Right. And we won't we won't have to face him when we play Minnesota in a few weeks. So there's that too. Right. There you go. Um, and the second move is Vincent Bessacourt, who was playing for uh, New York Two, was called up on a short term loan. This actually happened before the Open Cup match. I don't think he's on the bench that game, but so he's technically part of the MLS side at the moment. No idea how long that loan's going to last for. So, Ooh, What exciting moves the team's made so far with the transfer window open. Man, they are, Man. they're just going crazy. Yeah, it's it's uh, going to the championship now. Woof. They're really, they're really fit on those spots where they need guys like, you know, the defense, the backfield, and maybe getting another scoring option. Oh no, they just send another scoring option away. That's all they need. Man, what a team! And Vincent Beth is a court. Do you guys, want to, do you guys know what position he plays as a court? Midfield. He plays tennis. <laughs> I mean, he could play tennis, but he's a midfielder. Cool. Awesome. Who apparently yeah, has exactly sounds exciting. Can't wait till he turns the team around. Like dyed blonde hair at the moment. That's gonna score you goals. Naturally. Naturally. So I tell you, this team. I mean, they are just they're just putting their fans to sleep with uh, transfer moves. They really are. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, we're gonna sign Leslie Schneider. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> All right. So. Uh, I think we have – you guys went to the Red Bulls game? Or, sorry, Red Bulls 2 game? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. we did. Yeah. That was uh, something. That's the best word I could describe it as. <laughs> it was something. It was a game. We got the grill. Yeah, we got the grill. It was the Red Bulls 2 game uh, at Bethlehem. Mm-hmm. Um, last year, we had the monsoon when we went, so that was a real treat. Yep. But, uh, yeah, this year we actually got the grill, so that was good. That was probably the highlight of um, – the entire time. Yeah, and um, Jay, all we can say is that every time you say, let's call up these guys from Rebel 2, based on that performance, no. Woof. No. Brutal. Brutal. Uh, that was a, uh, they lost 2 nothing, and it was yucko. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that uh, Ndam, that Ghanaian, yeah, I think he's getting Cameroonian or Ghanaian uh, center back, oof, he had a brutal match. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he's not going to be replacing Paranel anytime soon. I think Derek Etienne touched the ball twice <laughs> that I remember. Twice. Uh, yeah. I don't think Brandon Allen even saw the ball until he was subbed off. Mm-hmm. It was it was bad. But it was fun. I mean, because obviously we oh, went and yeah. we could give a rat's ass about the result. And the tickets were cheap. And we hung out with the, uh, what, the Stampede, right? That's the Red Bull 2 supporters group, yep. the Stampede. Mm-hmm. So that was fun. Uh, our good buddy Dan Fierenstein was there. Mm-hmm. So, so that was very cool. We, we got to chat with him at halftime, and he hooked me up with a bottle of water because I could have died from that heat. Yeah, it was warm. So, uh, But Great Balls of Fire was a great time. That was fun. Yeah. That was a good uh, post-game wrap-up was uh, the WWE pay-per-view. 
Yeah, probably the best pay per view of the year so far. Yep. So there was that too. We we, we could talk wrestling if we wanted to. I'm pretty sure right now. I, I wish. I wish BWP would get in an ambulance and back it into the Red Bulls defense, injure them all so they could bring in all new players. Mm-hmm. That wouldn't be such a bad idea. The, the weirdest the part about that, that pay-per-view is that um, Roman Reigns has not been arrested for attempted homicide. <laughs> I know. Oh, I, listen, <laughs> everyone's going to tune out now, but I don't care. Mm-hmm. Just, just between the three of us, uh, Jay, you wish you were there with me and Pat and my brother mm-hmm. because that moment when he looked into the rearview mirror <laughs> and we thought he was actually contemplating life itself and if he's making proper decisions and then he backs an ambulance right into the back of a truck and yep. tries to kill a man in the back of it. And we were howling with laughter. I mean, yeah. howling. And then Ron Sherman does, uh, I'm not sure what you call it, but he tapes his arm up. I don't know if you guys noticed that. Who has the thought if you if you are there in the ambulance that gets backed up to and destroyed to be in it and go, you know what? I probably should start bandaging myself up. I mean, I'm in the back of an ambulance. Let me get some bandages, haphazardly wrap it up as I'm clearly bleeding to death. From that, from the, the only spot that he that he cut himself on. Yeah. And uh and then walk away by myself because I don't need help. Because I'm a big scary man, and then, and then I lost. I won the match, but the, the guy who lost is going to get a chance at a title shot. <laughs> yeah, because that also I know it's makes a ton of sense. It's first yeah. but come on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Honestly, one of the funniest. Uh, it was it was a very good pay per view, and definitely one of the funniest things. I, I, and, it's and then you know the, the, the quote, impromptu match that got shorter for all of like thirty seconds, but still. Yeah. Went on. <laughs> uh. Yeah, it's just, uh, for two guys who are supposed to be the two tough guys. I think I've laughed more after their matches than anything else. Oh, right. Ron knocking in a, a uh, ambulance door off the hinges, getting hurt. I mean, this happening—it's it, hysterical. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, more attempted murder, in my opinion, would be fantastic. That's what they need. I, I, I love how his excuse on Monday night was like, "You're from the Edmonton area where you literally blew people up." <laughs> it makes it any worse. <laughs> Or any better, I mean. Oh, oh! You you killed a guy. Tried to kill a guy and drove away. Why don't you come back tomorrow night? It, it's all good. Don't worry. <laughs> all good. All is forgotten. Uh, anyway, back to soccer. Um, yeah, let's get back to soccer. Truman, Sky Blue wrap up. Yeah. So since we didn't record on Thursday, I'm pretty sure I had two results to cover. Uh, two positive results, and that was uh, Sky Blue beating. FC Kansas City 3-2, and then they drew Chicago. I think that was at home as well, 2-2. Uh, they're in third place right now. And what is it, the first, the first four teams go to the playoffs, I think? Um, but they're playing pretty well, which is nice. So, yeah, they're playing Seattle on July 22nd uh, in Seattle, so that'll be, a, I'm sure, a late game start. And I'm sure there will be some kind of watch party going on, so definitely uh, find the Cloud9 people for that hookup. Uh, so, yeah, top four teams make the playoffs, and according to Wikipedia, Sky Blue is in third and two points away from fifth as Seattle since they were 21. Yeah, yeah it's it's tight. It's definitely uh, tight standings right there. Yeah, top to bottom is from first to tenth is 15 points, which is which doesn't sound like a small gap, but really it is. So if you think about it, like for for a league to be 14 weeks into a season and to have a 15 point gap minimum between the top 10 is actually pretty impressive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they only have uh, six points between first and fifth. Yeah. So, I mean, again, it's, it's, yeah, it's definitely up and down. So I'm going to, I'm going to pull up the old every game matters right there. That's what well, I'm going to say. 24 games. Yeah, it does. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else? The- with the <laughs> yeah. I, I we mentioned this really quick while we're chatting, but uh, you could really build one hell of an MLS team if you took all of the former Metro Red Bull players that buggered off to England and then came back. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. We're going to put this in here, but we forgot. Yeah. Uh, I did not forget, thankfully, but <laughs> if you're looking at a roster of building uh, Tim Howard in the back, right? I mean, clearly he's the 
back. Oh yeah. Um, Tim oh, yeah. Tim Ream, um, Miazka. Well, mm-hmm. does you know it, does Ream and Miazka count right now? Because they haven't come back yet. I'm going to count them anyway. Okay. How about we just count guys that are on the U.S. the U.S. national team as well? How about that? Okay, so we're saying guys who played for the Red Bull slash Metro Stars went over to Europe. I, I assume we're talking about Europe. Right. And have at least some sort of capacity in MLS or the United States national team. Yeah, yeah. Like, guys, let's talk about guys that, like, the Red Bulls should still fucking have. Uh, well, we won't I mention Dax. I, 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 I think we all know who that is. <laughs> but it's crazy because, like I said, you know, you can have Miazga, you can have Tim Ream, you have Tim Howard in the back. Uh, you got Bradley, you got Josie. Um, who am I? Fill me in. Who am I leaving out? I know there's a couple more players. Uh, Juan Agudelo, if, if if you want to throw his name out there, although he didn't go to go to Europe, I, but I think we have a good six guys, not even including Agudelo, right now. Yeah, legitimate starters on the United States national team, or are I should say, because I think except for Mark right. and Reem, the rest are legitimate starters, and it's just like, yep, yep. Isn't it also amazing that all these guys that did leave for Europe, none of them came back to this team, none of them, because the league's like, nah, nah, nah not there. Nah, Josie, you coming back? <laughs> You're not coming back to the Red Bulls. <laughs> Toronto needs a super team. But yeah, we were just saying, I mean, am I leaving anybody out that you guys can think of? I think that's pretty much, yeah, that seems about right. If we're talking current players, I think that's that's it. Yeah. Yeah, you could build Sorry. one hell of a roster with those guys. It's ridiculous. I mean, that's, that's a that's a Stars, team. I mean, like... That's- I think I think Miazga is going to be a future star. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think there's any and ifs buts about it. He's he's still so young, and his talent ceiling is is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. His his only and that goal he scored was fancy. Mm-hmm. See, the only real problem he has is he's playing for that he's on Chelsea's roster, which doesn't do great with youngsters. Like I'm going to phrase that, they do great in buying and selling. They don't do great in playing them on their actual team. Right. Right. Just to ask Bradley about his brother, how that move went. Yeah. <laughs> Those of you with long memories like mine, yeah. Sean had a hell of a career at Chelsea, <laughs> sitting and watching games. I mean, at least yeah, that's, 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 out, but. yeah, that's beside the point. I'm just saying it's. It, every time I watch the national team play, I'm like, oh, there's Michael Bradley. It's Josie. Yeah. There's uh, Miasco. Oh, there he is. Oh, Tim Howard. Mm, yeah. Great, cool. Still playing. Not for us. I mean, not, not, not like I'm taking Tim Howard back at this point. I mean, that's completely insane. Mm-hmm. But it just, it does. It's it's unbelievable how many guys. So here's a question. Brandon question is popping my head. So is Howard the best player to have left the Red Bulls? Because, and this is this is my argument why, at least in the past, say, 10 years. You know, he left more than that. Yeah, he left forever ago. Yeah, but so he had the longest stint in Europe. If I if I am right in this, former Metro players. And granted, granted, a lot of that was at Everton, which was mid table. But I would say that he's had the best run of any former Metro player in terms of leaving and going to Europe. Yeah, so we're we're talking guys who came up through, were just started as a Metro Star Red Bull. And went off. Yeah, I, I. How do you argue him? Yeah, I can't. Yeah. I can't argue anyone better than Tim the Howard. Close, the closest you have is maybe Bradley, but the problem is he was he came back in his prime. It's not like he's in Europe right now playing a trade. Right. <clears throat> I think if you know Josie still has a little bit to prove at this point. I mean, not like Tim Howard is racking up championships at all, but. Just overall years played. I mean, he has a goal goalkeeper, so he's clearly going to play a lot more. But it's it really is amazing his career. And he's still That's international true. starter quality. It's not like he's dropped it all. Right, right. No, no, no. Well, so he did drop <laughs> the fact that, that I think that I think that break he took in between Everton and Colorado, I think was the best thing for, or the international break was the best thing for him. Yeah. 
the fact that him and Michael Bradley were Metro stars just blows my mind at this point. It really does. <laughs> they were Metro stars. They weren't Red Bulls. They were fucking Metro stars. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, so that's pre-2006. I mean, it's a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, Michael Bradley was a... Uh, what was his first year? 05? Was it the year just before? It's uh, a good question. No, let me look it up. Because that's what I do. I research things on the fly here. Yeah. yeah great. That's what you do. I'm the host, and you yeah. make me do this. Yeah. Uh, he was... Bradley was 04, 05. He left the year before. Okay. January 2016 is when he was sold. So he left, literally left before playing as much a star. All right. Yeah, cool. it's, it's cool. insane. Completely insane. On his Wikipedia page, he has a picture of, uh, I'm guessing when he got signed by uh, Borussia Martin Glashback. And man, he looks weird. <laughs> it's 2008. Hair, right? it's, it's the hair, and like he just looks real young. So it's just like the whole package. It's, it's, it's hair, period. It's him, him having hair. And he's and for some reason, he's wearing jeans with the at his like introductory conference, I guess. But. Yeah, so we're in Jinko jeans, yeah. stovepipes. There might be some. There's some. They're branded. I can't tell what it is. So we're it's in a two XL T-shirt. Well, he's wearing the jersey, so it's not the two XL T-shirt. Ah, uh, yeah, the photos of the jersey. Damn. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Anything else for now? Now we're rambling. Now, no, now no one's listening, so that's good. This is a good show. Well, still tuned out at that the um, eight balls of fire talk. So. Yeah. All right, so anything else? Yeah, no, no, no one's listening at this point. We might as well just be like, you know, be like, uh, Babu Booey, Babu Booey, Howard Stern's penis, Babu Booey, Babu Booey. <laughs> I got nothing besides a mediocre, uh, terrible team of the week, Jay. All right, well, we, we did finish that up. So, what's the terrible team of the week? Well, since again, MLS is off, there's really not much going on. Uh, you kind of forget about soccer. Uh, especially if your team's not in the Open Cup. You really have no idea what the fuck's going on. Uh, the LA Galaxy put out, I think, a bunch of 14-year-olds and lost to uh, preseason Manchester United 5-2. Uh, to two. So that that's it. I mean, I don't know what else to throw at you guys. It's just a, the fact that we're doing a show is kind of surprising. But, you know, we are playing San Jose this week. Uh, I got talk nothing about, else. And, again, we're picking on LA again. Talk about international friendlies. Remember when the Red Bulls actually had them? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, and, when and then when reserves beat Chelsea, yeah, they oh, that, that Chelsea. was a day. That was a time, my friends. That was a time. Do you think there's going to be any last-minute uh, game thrown in here? God, I hope not. Oh, from international friendly, I, I doubt mean, it. I, I, yeah, I mean, at this point, it's getting late and still competing in the Open Cup. I mean, <laughs> the Champions, Champions League qualifying has already started, so yeah, they're getting close. Oh, speaking of which, I don't know why I just thought of this, but for anybody that does care about Red Bulls teams in Europe, uh, both Light Red Bull Leipzig and uh, Salzburg will be in Champions League this year. Salzburg, cool. Salzburg was in the knockout qualifying stuff, we want to call it. So apparently UEFA has a rule where you can't have two teams owned by the same club. So... What apparently happened was Red Bull, quote, sold Salzburg, so they are just a sponsor of that team now, and they own Leipzig through whatever the, the 50 or the 49% rule from Germany, so. Yep. They're so evil, I love it. They're so evil. <laughs> All right, so are we done? That's it? We're done. We're done. That was it. We were done a while ago. Yeah. All right, let's start this one up then. You can visit us at onceametro.com slash red hyphen bull hyphen rant. Patreon.com slash red bull rant. Throw a few bucks your way to support the show. You can email us redbullrant at gmail.com. You can call us at 973-348-5329. On Facebook, facebook.com slash redbullrant. On Twitter, at redbullrant for the show. At Dr. Stooge for myself. At pmacd 2 for Pat. At the Truman for Truman. Subscribe via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, pretty much anywhere we can find a podcast. Last words for Gaddy. Yeah, uh, 
www wednesday win and then win again oh i just remembered i just what for salucha i assume there's some news about that oh yeah well, I mean, good God, there's tons of news, uh, but you should probably just go to our Twitter and Facebook account and watch all our awesome videos on YouTube, youtube.com backslash Forza Lucha. Lots going on. Uh, we're announcing all the matches are coming up. Uh, we cleaned up the building. The building's ready. Yet again, it's at the end of the month. It's on the 29th. It's uh, going to – doors are at 1 o'clock, starts at 2. You want to be there on time at 2 o'clock to see Joey Janela take on Crowbar. That is our opening match. It's going to be insane. There's okay. a tag tournament. There's a multi-man elimination match. False count anywhere. Whoa. It's it's going to be nuts. It's going to be nuts. Jay, are you going to be there? I wish. Yeah, we oh, should. You suck. Yeah, we should. Jimmy Cates I... will be there. Former guest Jimmy Cates will be in attendance. He, which will be impressive considering it seems like he sprained ankle. Yeah, yeah he's going to be there. Yeah. So uh, you can go visit our websites where you can get the links to buy – uh, tickets to the show. You can get the VIP package, which uh, gets you a ticket to the show, tickets to the game, and a T-shirt. T-shirts are going red hot. There's a very limited amount of them, so you'll want to get those ASAP. Uh, when you buy the advanced uh, package, you're going to get a front row seat. We'll make sure we hold a front row seat for you. It's inside. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. Lots of violence and people getting their heads knocked off, hopefully. Mm-hmm. But... Unfortunately, no Chuck Taylor this year. That's the only bad news, everybody, so I'm sorry. No! But we're going to make up for it. Trust me, uh, it's still going to be an amazing show. Cool. Cool. All right. So for so that, that is it. So for Pat, Truman, and myself, this has been episode number 231 of the Rebel Rant. Thank you guys for tuning in, and as always, go Rebels. Peace, love, and dope. Now get the hell out of here! Later.